0: This is an IC Robots Radio Patreon exclusive presentation. In a moment, at the movies, without Ebert, Siskel, or even that dude Roper. But you got IC Robots, so that's something, right? Yeah, that's right. It is me, IC Robots. And I am back for another, I don't know, per- fairly fun, pretty fun, decently fun episode of At The Movies. But, uh, dig this. I haven't been to the movies in weeks. I I, I like to go, but I haven't had the chance to. And frankly, there hasn't been anything fun opening up around here. I, I really wanted to go see Nightmare Alley, the Guillermo del Toro flick. But it only lasted a couple weeks at my theater. and Which I think is odd, because I don't even know what was coming out that would, like, push this one aside. But get pushed aside, it did, and I, I, I know that I, I've talked about my aunt, how, how my aunt's been sick here on the show, well, um, since the last time we talked here, my aunt has passed away, and it's, it's very sad, I, I really cared about her, she's a very, very good person, she's the sort of person who you'd never, you'd never be able to say a bad word about, and that's really, that's really, like, thrown a crimp into, uh, me wanting to do any, any, anything fun, I'm very, I'm very sad, on the inside, my insides are, are hurt, this, this is what sort of, like, put a halt to the, uh, world's famous for a little while, I, I just couldn't find it in my heart to talk about silly stuff when I was, I was seeing so many sad people around me, and it's like, I, I, I don't know, man, it is, it is what it is, people pass away all the time, and you gotta, you gotta give them that requisite amount of mourning, but eventually you do have to try to move past it, and that's, that's what I'm gonna do here with this episode of At the Movies. But uh, you might be wondering, dude, what are you gonna talk about if you haven't if you haven't seen a movie? And I, I came up with an idea. I I like Laserdiscs, LDs. You know, the uh, the precursor to VHS in some ways, the precursor to the uh, digital formats that we have now. I I never had them like back in the olden days when they were original. They they were, they were, like, for fancy boys. For, like, fancy families. We were, like, a VCR family. We had the same VCR, like, the entirety of our life. I still wish I had that machine, but it got, it got destroyed many, many moons ago. One one thing I remember is, like, the VCR just had an incredible amount of crud on it. And that crud was from me. I was a big videotape watcher, but I was also a big, like, Cheeto eater, a big Cheeto boy. And I just gunked this thing up. I didn't have a remote, so I was always having to push the buttons manually. And the whole thing got gunked up. It was so gross. And eventually, eventually it gave ghost. And and my family, uh, as long as I was living at the house, we did not get another one. Eventually it was on me to get my own. But uh, back to LDs. LDs were for fancy boys, fancy families. We did not have that kind of thing. But I was always very interested in the technology. When I would go to like when I would go to some, uh, palatial estate, some Napa estate, shout out to Gino Vega, and they had the LDs, I would always, I would always want to watch them and check them out, just because they seem so cool, they seem so neat, these big records that held movies on them, and then one day I was at the flea market, poking around, this was many years ago, I was poking around, and I saw a Laserdisc player just sitting there, they're very uncommon. You don't bump into them very often on the the secondhand circuit. I think I've seen two, and I've bought them both. And honestly, I think that seriously, I think I've seen two, two maybe like one or two more that I'm not forgetting. But they're very, very uncommon. I don't know if like people tossed them years ago or what. But I I I picked this one up. It was like twenty five bucks. Like I wanted twenty five bucks, but I was just like, you know, that's more than I want to spend on something here. But I'd never, I'd never not never seen one, and it'll finally be my chance to have one. And then. Once I got it, I started collecting them, and they're also not necessarily hard to find, but they're not, like, super easy to find when you're out there on the secondhand circuit. Every once in a while, you'll bump into somebody that has a bunch, and you'll be able to get up on some. Every once in a while, you'll be flipping through LPs, you know, vinyl records, and you'll see, like, a laser disc or two tucked in there by accident, but... Over the years I have gotten some kind of fun ones and I wanted to bust open the little box that I that I have of them and uh go th- I don't have it with me. I I'm gonna do something that I I, I think is gonna be terrible, but I'm gonna do it anyway. I'm gonna go into the other room to get this box of laser discs. So uh I'll be right back. You you listen to listen to this. Sorry. Slipping away not pillow. Uh, let me put my cans on. Hold on, we are back. That was the Primdale High School Choir singing Celebrate. I I heard that on uh, on the internet the other day, on the, the station I like to listen to called Vintage Obscura. It's like this online station, that they play all kinds of weird music, and I heard that song and I downloaded it. Thought it was really fun. But we are, we are back. I've got the case of the LDs right here. It's pretty big, man, pretty heavy. It is one of those cases for like uh, LP records, like a traveling case, and I have—I don't know how many I have in here. I have a few. Let's let's just like stick our hand in here and pull one out at random, and we're gonna we're gonna see what this LD is. This is this is Return of the Jedi, the widescreen edition. That's that's a pretty good one, man, because this is the original cut of Star Wars, not the. Not the Lucas cut, not the later cut. This is, this is the original OG cut. I, I picked this up at a Goodwill. I remember that like super distinctly getting that. I got, I got this one and then I got Star Wars and I need to get Empire, I think, or maybe I need, maybe I need to get another one. Let's see what else we got in here. Let's pull this one out. This is, check it out, shout out to uh engineer nerd dude. This is Batman 89 on Laserdisc this one came out in 1989 I also got this one at the Goodwill this one this one's on widescreen it has it's a three sides of like so it's one side two sides and then one sided on the second disc and it has I don't know 30 chapters it doesn't look like there is any any kind of extra stuff sometimes they have extra stuff and the way that kind of works is like they tuck it in at the end At the end of the thing. Doesn't look like... Doesn't look like there's any in here. Let me, uh... Let me just throw this one right in the trash where this movie belongs. Right in the garbage. Take that, Batman 89. You guys can stick it where the sun doesn't shine. Where is that? I don't know. Under my desk. It's pretty dark under there. Let's... Let's pull out another one. Oh, this is one of my favorite movies. I love this movie. It is a movie known as Pump Up the Volume. With Christian Slater. This is like... This movie had such a gigantic, like, influence on my life. The reason I'm doing what I'm doing now is because of, a, uh, because of this movie to some degree. In this, by day, Mark Hunter is a painfully shy new kid in the small Arizona town, but by night, he's Hard Harry, the cynical, uncensored DJ of a pirate radio station idolized by his high school classmates who are unaware of his real identity. That's me, man. I am basically Hard Harry here in the, uh, movie, Pump Up the Volume. I got Pump Up the Volume on LD. I have it on DVD, and then I also have it on la- on a VHS. This movie runs for 105 minutes. This is just a classic film. Great soundtrack. It is Christian Slater. It has Samantha Mathis, the delightful Samantha Mathis, who you do not see as much as you used to. It's, this is a classic film. I love the soundtrack, too. Love it. If you haven't seen that, see it right now. Let's Let's pull out another. This is Empire Strikes Back that I got from the Goodwill. So that means I don't have the first one. Star Wars to us real fans. A New Hope to you nerds. So I got those two original cut to me. This is going to be the best version that you're going to get of these original cut movies. They're available on VHS and on this. I take that back. I take that back. I know that there is a copy of the original cuts on a DVD. It's like... Some kind of, uh... Some kind of, like, a special edition. And they have the original cuts as bonus material. They're... They're very hard to find. They're very expensive, uh... As I recall, in the, like, $100 range for the set. But, uh... At any rate, I got those two. Let's... Let's pull another one out. This is... Oh! Another classic film. New Jack City. With Wesley Snipes, Ice-T, Mario Van Peoples, and Judd Nelson. This is a modern gangster thriller. If you haven't seen it, it is about this... Nito Brown is an American success story. He's rich, young, handsome, smart, prominent in his community. He's also a big-time drug baron. So you got Wesley Snipes, who's the drug baron, and then you got Ice-T and Judd Nelson as the popo trying to bring him down. I like this movie a lot. This is one of the few movies that I saw back in the theater when I was when I was super young, before I started working at the theater. I, I didn't go to the movies that, a lot. I was a home-rental... HBO kid, but this one, I was so heavily into hip-hop, I had to go out and see it. Another another great soundtrack, classic film. I might watch that one later. I know it's playing on uh, HBO. I've seen it on rotation. I'm going to record that and check that one out for, uh, for some fun. Let's pull another one out. Let's see. I hope this isn't getting boring. Oh, Alien. Shout out to the nerdy blogger. I love Alien so much, man. It is like my favorite. I like Alien more than I like Star Wars. I don't like it more than I like Star Trek. Star Trek is my ultimate favorite. But as for as for like these movie franchises, I just think Alien's the best. I I myself like the Ridley Scott Aliens more than like the James Cameron Alien, Jim Cameron, good old Jim Cam. I I think those ones are fun. Don't get me wrong. Aliens is a hoot and a half, dude. There's nothing wrong with it. But I like, I like, like, the deep sci-fi grossness of, like, the Ridley Scott ones. I like this one. I like Covenant. I, I like Prometheus, too, to be honest. I think Prometheus is pretty good, man. I I know that these movies get bagged. I know Covenant gets bagged like crazy. But I, I think they're pretty good, man. I don't know what the, I know what the beef is. People want Aliens. They want the Jim Cam, but they... They get the Rid Scott, and, you know, it is what it is, dude. Accept it. Learn to love it. And then, this is another one. This is a Criterion collection that I bought at Amoeba. Looks like I got it for $2.99. This is a movie known as Blade Runner. I am not the biggest Blade Runner fan of all the time and space. I do like Blade Runner quite a bit, but I know people who are absolutely obsessed with it. I thought it was really cool, though. Really fun definitely the kind of movie you want to have on the disc for the most part i kind of go for like genre films on laser disc i just i don't know man there's something cool about having a big cover that looks like a record with a picture of blade runner on it let's let's yank another one. Oh, another famous great film tron i love tron so much the the bruce box Lightner classic it happens inside the computer in a dimension man has never seen Kevin Flynn, computer genius, is programmed into the world of the computer, where love and escape do not compute. Tron, an adventure inside the computer, rated PG, coming soon to a theater near you. Yeah, man, Tron is the best, what a cool movie, when I was a uh, young Sprat and Tron came out, we went to see this one as a family, and it had like everything I'd ever wanted a movie, it had arcades and weird effects and everything, dude, it's... It's absolutely a classic. It's also one of the first movies I ever bought on DVD. Now I have it on VHS, DVD, and also disc. I I wanted those Tron toys so bad when, when I was young. I thought they were so cool. Nothing cooler than a translucent plastic toy. And I was I was all in on those Trons. I never got them. I did get the later release Tron figures when they when they came out. I picked them up at uh, Suncoast Video in the mall. I remember going there one day and they had them. And I bought them all. I got them on a shelf. I can see from here. I also have a Light Cycle. I found that the flea market. I was very excited. In the entirety of my life at the flea market, at the entirety of my life in uh, secondhand stores, that's the only light cycle I've ever seen, and now I own it. Let's let's pull out another and see what's in here. This is a movie known as Man. I've only ever seen this once. Two thumbs up. Siskel and Ebert, the best film of the year by a Garnet newspaper. Dr. Westlake, Liam Neeson, is on the verge of realizing a major breakthrough in synthetic skin when a gang led by a sadistic Robert Durant... Obliterates his laboratory, turning him into Dark Man. I put this one on in the background, a few times. I, I do that a lot with movies, and this is one that it, I don't know, man. It just, it feels nice in the background. If that's not, if that's not too weird, let's um, let's pull another. I got so many of these in here. I don't know how many we're gonna go through. Maybe we can save this for Laser Part Two. I know not. This one is a movie known as Hackers. Another movie that I really, really like. You have a young Angelina Jolie in here at with, with like a really cute pixie haircut. She looks insane in this movie. When you see this, it's like, how is she even a living human being with those, with that haircut? Just a crazy look. She looks so much like an alien, and I mean that in like a very good way. Just very, very interesting to look at. Very much somebody who, uh, carries a movie on her back. Hackers is cool, though. I catch this one on TV every once in a while. I always watch it. It's fun to see the young Angelina Joel. Let's um. Let's pull another one. This is a movie known as Le Mans. We watched this one during the uh during the quarantine period. We got into the Steve McQueen fix. The wife, the wife had not seen her fair share of Steve McQueen, so we watch this and we watch Bullet, which I also have on LD. They were both really great, man. Nothing wrong with the Steve McQueen movie. Dude is a charismatic movie star, bar none. This is a race car movie with a. With you know coolest guy in the world, let's grab another. This one's big. Oh, this is seven. This is a really great movie. David Fincher and um, Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman solving a murder. Amazing, amazing movie. Are there any anything extra here? Nothing really. You know they don't they don't pack a lot in on these things. I'm getting a pile. I'm just dropping them on the floor. Let's um, let's keep motivating through Bullet Steve McQueen. We talked about that a second ago. The movie takes place in San Francisco hoot and a half. Let's, let's see. Oh, Face Off. Face Off is great. This was a former rental from Blockbuster. I got this at the flea market. And this one, John Travolta and Nicolas Cage change faces. First American films that John Wu made. Of course, you know John Wu from The Killer, the amazing action director who uh, was just legendary amongst a certain crowd, the crowd that I ran in. Dude was an all-time legend. And this was the movie where he came to the United States. And this movie is crazy. Very crazy. They change faces. It's nuts. A lot of fun. Very stupid, but also very cool. I I'm getting down here. Let's see. Then we got Terminator 2. I like this one. I like Terminator 1 better. Another Jim Cam flick. Robert Patrick is amazing in this as the uh as the Terminator. There was this guy who used to hang out at the dig. This is a quick side note. And he had his hair slicked back and he was very robotic in his motions, I'm not saying it's like a terrible thing, He's just very formal, very robotic guy, and then one of the dudes at the dig called him T-1000, they were arguing about something, not like, you know, a fight or anything, they were just like, they were arguing about the value of an item that they found, as I recall, and he goes, okay, T-1000, and that, like, remember that shut everything down, like everyone turned, looked at him, and they're like, oh my god, this guy is T-1000, and that's what he was for the brief time that it remained at the dig, the uh the T1000 name just kind of led to him leaving. Very sad, but nothing wrong with being a T1000 man. Then we have Alien Three. This is the one where Sigourney Weave has a shaved head. Very cool. I always like it when I like it when a gal in a movie takes it to the extreme and shaves her head. Shows a super, super uh dedication. What are some movies with a shaved head? You got G.I. Jane. To me, that's the the prototype of the shaved head movie because you get the whole shaved head scene when she's working out shaving her head showing how tough she is and you got this of course and then are there I know there are others there must be others that I'm not I'm not thinking of I have one on the tip of my tongue right now and it's like I can see it in my head let's uh let's find out Oh, obviously B for Vendetta. You got uh, Natalie Portman with that shaved head. There's numerous others. This is a picture of Kate Blanchett with a shaved head. What is that from? I don't even know. I've never seen that movie, and I am a big fan of Kate Blanchett. What is that? Let's let's take a look. I'm trying to figure this out here. I don't know. This is. This is terrible. I'm sure that you guys are somewhere yelling the names of movies out at me. It's hard when you do these things on the fly, dude. It is. I I didn't research into this or anything. Dune. This is the next laser disc. This is the OG Dune. I've only ever seen this, like, once. The Dino De Laurentiis Dune. And I I thought it was fine. The new Dune is phenomenal, though. Let's, let's mow through. Aliens. Jim Cam. Alien. Throw that on the side. We've already kind of talked about that. Planet of the Apes. This is a... Uh, Special widescreen edition. This is a classic. I love it. Throw that aside. Then we got Desperado, the Robert Rodriguez, uh Desperado. This was this was like one of Selma Hayek's first big roles. First time he saw Antonio Banderas in a big role like this. Robert Rodriguez broke in. This was a big one, dude. This was like a big indie movie. Uh of course it's the follow-up to El Mariachi, which is also great. We're down to the bottom here, let's see. This is a this is a cool one. This is called a video standard, and it gives you like color bars that you can use to adjust your color. Welcome to the perfect vision. TPV is the only high-end journal devoted to the serious, wait, this is totally something else. What is this? I started reading that in the radio voice. This is like an insert from some magazine. What do we have here? This disc allows you to calibrate your video and audio systems to the highest professional qualities. They have all kinds of sound tests and things. It's kind of fun in a way if you're into that dumb stuff then we got Beneath the Planet of the Apes another Apes classic drop that down there then we're down to the last two we got Tombstone I love me some Tombstone man great great movie toss that aside and then the final one we have is Indecent Proposal one million dollars no questions asked David and Dana Murphy can end their financial worries if they accept the offer of a billionaire financier John Gage one night with Diana, nothing more. Basically, Robert Redford wants to sleep with me more for a million dollars, and Woody Harrelson's like, mm, I don't know, I don't know how I feel about that. Very, very interesting. I remember when this movie came out, everybody was talking about it. Would you do it? Would you let uh Would you let your lady go with uh, Robert Redford for a million dollars? The answer's yes. But uh, <laughs> at any rate, let's uh, let's move into something. That was my LD collection. I hope that's not honestly all of it. These are the cool ones. I have a whole bunch more over across the room. These are the less cool ones to me. The ones I read to you are the ones I would want in case I need to watch something cool right now. The other ones, I can't uh, bring myself to uh, get rid of them. But uh, let's move forward. That was fun. Not really. Maybe. I don't know. Let me know. This summer, see the movie the whole world is talking about. Want to get through this? Run. Mad Max Fury Road, now playing Rated R. This is at the Movies with Isaiah Robots. My man what's coming out this weekend any other thought on movies and stuff any other thought on movies and stuff any other thought on movies and stuff yeah this is me man i got a, i got a couple thoughts on movies and stuff before we get too far into that i just uh I got my booster shot, and my arm is sore. This is taking place the day after. I recorded that laser disc stuff yesterday, and today is a new day, new dawn, new light shines in the sky, and your boy got ejected in the arm. Please go out there, get your boosters, dude. Get your shots, get all that stuff. It is so important. I can't even imagine why anyone doesn't have it by now, but if you don't, please, please get it. I want this all to be over. I want, I want life to go back. I just discovered I have two different packs of cough drops in my pocket that's... That's irrelevant. I like cough drops, man. I like that menthol taste. I know some of you guys don't, but I I definitely do. Uh, let's see. Anything going on that's important? I, I talked to my homie over at the uh, movie theater office. He's the booker. He, he's the guy who assigns the movies to the different theaters. He negotiates with the different uh, movie companies to get films and stuff. It's real real cutthroat. He's told me some stories over the year, but I, I was over there trying to get myself a licorice pizza poster. I want that poster really bad, and I, I found out from him that it's, like, really hard to come by. I was gonna grab it on eBay. A lot of times when, like, a new movie comes out, you can grab the poster fairly inexpensively before before momentum kicks in, but this one's already over $100 per per poster, so I wasn't able to get it that way, so I went and I asked him, and he told me that, like, new posters are just, like, impossible to come by. He was saying that, like, they'll get, like, one or two, and they have to, like, distribute them between, like, the five or six theaters, but... He's going to be able to get me the licorice pizza poster because he has one in his office. And I'm really, I'm really excited about that. I wonder if in the future movie posters from this era will peak in value just because there's like not as many of them made as there used to be. I don't know. There's not as many classical films as there used to be either. So it's hard, it's hard to say, but I do want that, uh, I do want that licorice pizza poster. My arm hurts from the, uh. From the vaccine, I apologize. I'm, I'm I'm swinging my arm around, trying to loosen it up. But I, I was at the gym the other day doing some curls, man, trying to uh, trying to get those peaks to impress my freaks, and it's like, I'm doubly sore now. But you know, that's neither, that's neither here nor there. He told me also, they sent him a licorice pizza lunchbox, like a small decorative lunchbox, not a full time like full size lunchbox. Shout out to Phil, the lunchbox king, but uh, they they accidentally sent him two. And they actually called him up on the phone and asked him to send one back. He said that, like, that's unheard of. Usually they mail, like, buckets and buckets and buckets of promo stuff to the office. And he's never had anybody ever want, like, a $5 lunchbox back. He's He says they're hurting, dude. They're hurting over there. So if you are a movie fan, please, I implore you, go to the cinema and see some movies. Let's see if there's any exciting movie news right now. I heard that they have started filming Craven the Hunter. Sony's started that. That's uh that's going to be like their latest one amongst those um Spider-Man movie characters that we talking about the other the other episode, those 900 characters, one of them was Craven the Hunter. If you don't know, Craven's like he's the world's greatest hunter and he's decided to hunt the most difficult prey of all that being Spider-Man. That would um that would be quite a take, dude, if you could bring in Spider-Man under arrest. That would be, uh, something you should be proud of. Shout-out to J. Jonah Jameson. Let's, uh, let's see if there's anything fun going on out there. Oh, this is a good one from my guy, Engineer Nerd. Big shout-out to him. Big shout-out to Esquilito. Uh, GameSpot recently polled 292,000 people, asking them who was the best Batman of all the time and all the space. And guess what? Christian Bale won. 66% of the vote. Second went to Ben Affleck and coming in third... Michael Keaton now listen. Michael Keaton's a fabulous actor. Dude is like an all-time great. He's been in a million great movies. I love him to death. But uh was he a good Batman? Was that a good Batman movie? No to both. And this this proves it once and for all for all the time and space. We're going to put a we're going to put this to rest. We're going to open up a little box, put it inside the box, bury the box out there in the backyard under a cactus and we'll never ever mention this again. Ben Affleck third best Batman of all time, he barely beat Adam West, to be honest, I'd put Adam West above Michael Keaton, but that's just, that's just me, a lot of you guys, a lot of you guys confusing nostalgia with quality, and I can appreciate that, because things do seem better back in the old days, but you know what, they weren't always, wasn't always that way, a lot of times the old days stink, and uh, this is a, this is a case of that, let's see, anything else going on that's fun, they're gonna start shooting Meg, the Meg part two with Jason Statham, I had I had such high hopes for the Meg. That's that uh, giant shark movie. I thought this is going to be dynamic. And then I saw it, not really that great. Very low quality. Also, they have announced the runtime of the scary Batman movie with Rob Pattinson. And guess what? It's about three hours, man. I don't know if that's going to be good or bad. I can't imagine that's going to be a lot of, uh, lot of joy in this dreary, scary looking movie. I'm sure it's going to be quality. I'm sure that Rob Pattinson is going to go up to the top. Of the best Batmans of all the times and all the spaces. But I don't know if this is going to be uh, bearable in one sitting. I don't know, man. But, uh, you know, I I personally, I don't like, I don't excessively go for long movies. I like them light and tight rather than long and dreary. I, I have a hard time sitting in one space that long, man. I got a lot of energy, believe it or not. And it's, I don't know, dude getting a little woozy. I think the vax is starting to get me. I'm getting the woos. I think, I think I'm going to cut this short right now. We have enough at the movies for the moment. Please get that vax, and if you do, set aside a little time in case you need to, uh, need to chill out for a little bit, which I feel as if I do. So until we meet again, guys, I appreciate your patronage from the bottom of my heart. You guys mean all the world to me, but, uh, until next time, the balcony is closed. It can't happen to us, I know It's all in the movies, just a bad picture This has been an IC Robots radio production.